how niche is niche enough? We're going to talk about that and more today in this episode all about niche development. Um, a highly debated subject among therapists, it seems, and an important topic. I will say that my opinion on niching has evolved over time as I get more experience in my own practices and help more therapists and also just as the market changes in terms of private practice everywhere. So let's get right into it. Um, as they say, the riches are in the niches, right? I would add to that, sometimes the riches are in the niches. How niche down do you need to be? Well, my rule of thumb is that you just need to be niche down enough to get results. So what that means for you is if you are pretty comfortable with your current niche and pretty comfortable with your current practice, in other words, your marketing's working, you've got as many people as you want, maybe even a waiting list, then your niche probably doesn't really need to be addressed. However, it doesn't hurt to keep learning about it and to explore new ideas within your niche. Um, so um, uh, section number one of this episode, we're going to talk about why niche at all. Well, the first reason is specificity equals clarity. And in marketing, clarity wins. It's as simple as that. People buy things because they have a painful and urgent problem. And when your solution lines up perfectly with that painful and, and urgent problem, you win, right? It's an affirmative yes, right? It's that kind of hell yes experience that people have when they find exactly what they're looking for. Um, specializing really indicates an elevated level of expertise, right? Um, if I've got an issue, then I want the best, right? I want the best person who's qualified to help me with that issue. So niching also helps create a more affirmative, like I've said before, an, an enthusiastic experience between consumers and your marketing collateral, right? Between consumers and your business. Now, there's many benefits for us too, right? In terms of niching down and growing our specialties means growing our skills and our expertise um, clinically in a certain area. It can also be very personally meaningful for us to go deeper into a niche, um, to just be that much more effective at helping a certain kind of person, quality over quantity. All right, so step number two, like I said before, you just need to be niche down enough to get results. So let's talk about how to actually do it and how to evaluate your niche. The first thing you have to do is look at supply and demand for your market. This is everything when it comes to niche, right? For example, a generalist practice may thrive in a small town but fail in an urban market right? So in an urban market, or, you know, you're going to have to, not have to, but it would benefit you to, um, to niche down further, right? Because there's more therapists, right? There's more people in the market. So a generalist practice tends to not do as well in a dense urban market, right? If you're a generalist in a small town, it might work just fine, right? That might be more than enough to just be a generalist, right? To also get by just based on your reputation, being a, a solid therapist, right? People also, it depends on how therapy savvy people are, right? Especially younger generations and again, especially in cities, a lot of people, you know, reach out to our practice um, already knowing the different types of therapy. They know what EMDR is. They know all about mindfulness. They've had three or four therapists before. So when a, when a market is that savvy, you know, it, it often is going to pay to be more niche, right? People are usually looking for the specialists who can really help them. Now, you don't want to force your niche. And a lot of therapists feel, you know, pressure to kind of niche down against their will or when they don't feel ready. And I get this. The fear is of missing out. 
But the reality is your niche is just one door through which people will enter your home, right? When they're there, right, they come in for EMDR. Well, guess what? They've also got some depression. They've also got um, uh, maybe they're drinking too much. Maybe they want to work less. Maybe they um, have relationship problems. So at the end of the day, we are specialists, but we are also all generous, right? We can all treat the basic stuff, right, or things that most people struggle with, relationships, anxiety, depression, whatever, right? So in that regard, again, you're just strengthening your message uh, to the world or you're strengthening your message in your market. Your niche should feel like a natural intersection of your interests, passions, your skills, as well as market opportunities, right? So opportunities in the market. What are people actually looking for? So, uh, you know, again, I think your niche should just occur somewhat interest, somewhat naturally, right? That natural intersection that I'm talking about. It should be, you know, overlapping though with market opportunity, right? And actual demand in your market. I'm going to talk about how to evaluate uh, market opportunities, but before I do that, I'm excited to remind you guys that our program, Business Made Human, it's a weekly mastermind, is open now. It just opens twice a year, and it is open now. The doors are closing, and we are launching this round on Tuesday, February 8th, so you got to get in before then. We've got two groups, one for solo practitioners, one for group practitioners. It's a weekly mastermind, uh, really based on building a purpose-driven business, helping you... um, uh, hone in your personal mission as well as the mission, vision, values of your company, um, and we also focus on the nitty gritty of um, of business building. So I've developed a business curriculum that I teach every single week in kind of micro lessons, mini lessons. Then we've got hot seats every week. We've got a strong sense of community, and you get unlimited coaching with me in my weekly office hours. You can hop on Zoom, get help any week um, just popping in to to work with me directly like i said opens just twice a year if you're interested at all head to the link in the description or just go to privatepracticeworkshop.com click on business made human to book a call with me and let's get you into the program all right so back to it evaluating niche opportunities one way to do this is to use search traffic tools like google keyword planner uber suggest etc what you're looking for there is medium to high volume search search volume combined with low to medium difficulty score, ideally, right? These This is how I would find an opportunity in the market, right? So medium to high volume, meaning a lot of people are searching for it, but the competition is low to medium, meaning I can compete for it. I can, I can compete both, let's say, with my Google ads, it's not going to be too expensive, and I can compete organically, get some pages ranking organically for my niche. So there you have it. Um, uh, the third piece is types of niches, right? And one way to niche down is around a demographic, right? Working with men or young men, women or teenage girls, or uh, let's say pregnant women, uh, let's say um, uh, any number of, of people working with the older population. Um, you, could, you could niche down just around demographic, right? On the other hand, you sh- you could niche down around clinical issue, anxiety, depression, trauma, addiction, etc. Third, you could niche down around modality, CBT, EMDR, EFT, Gottman, etc., etc. 
Now, you might niche down with some combination of all three, right? We specialize in EMDR for female veterans with PTSD, something like that, right? Uh, a very tight niche could do well in an urban market, um, but you get the picture, right? Again, this should feel like a pretty nat natural intersection. And how niche down do you need to be? Well, just niched enough to get results. Last piece is, you know, how could you brand as both a generalist and a specialist? Well, something I've experimented here uh, with in my market in San Francisco is having kind of a main brand for the practice that's focused on anxiety and trauma. But then having specialty brands or kind of like specialty um, clinics within the practice. So we have one for EMDR and one for teenagers. So we create these kind of lookalike brands that are entirely dedicated to a specific niche. This is my approach or my experiment to having my cake and eat it too, eating it too, right? So that's something you might uh, consider. I saw some other therapists here in the Bay Area doing that, and I thought that was a pretty, pretty clever idea. That way you can dedicate, you know, an entire brand to an entire specialty. And it's just that much more clear and compelling, in my opinion. So, so far, so good. I will tell you that um, we've had some pretty good results with it. So it's something that you may want to consider, uh, again, especially if you're in an urban market. And especially if you have a couple interests that don't necessarily overlap, right? Like EMDR plus Gottman therapy, right? Gottman uh, approach. Just an example. So. As you grow as a group practice, especially, right, you end up having clinicians with different specialties that may or may not overlap. So unless the whole practice is dedicated to one niche, you know, it's going to be hard to try to bend and flex the brand to accommodate all sorts of different niches, right? So there you have it. That's how to niche down in about 10 minutes. I hope you're impressed. I'm pretty impressed with myself for te teaching in a, uh, a quick and concise way today. Like I said, the doors to Business Made Human are open now. It's our weekly mastermind program. opens twice a year. Now is the time to apply uh, by booking a call with me. Follow the link in the description or head to privatepracticeworkshop.com to book that call with me. The group starts February 8th and the doors will close as soon as the slots are full, which will be very, very quickly. So get in while you can. Thanks again for being here. I will see you again here next Monday for another episode. Thanks. Take care. I'll see you soon. Bye.